To Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Dayspring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. The scripture says the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. The steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. And God delights in all of their ways. God delights. God takes delight. Meaning God desires to converse with us, to communicate with us, to interact with us. So if God desires to interact with us, I hope we desire to interact with God. I hope we take the time to pay attention to what God is saying. Mary and Martha in their house, welcoming or entertaining Jesus, Jesus and his disciples visiting them. Mary took a seat, a chair, a stool, or just a mat, and sat before Jesus, listening to the words of Jesus. And Martha went to the kitchen and was preparing, I guess, jollof rice or maybe some sandwiches, something that Jesus loved. And she was so occupied and so busy, sweating it out, trying to get food ready for Jesus. And she was the only one there, everybody else sitting around Jesus, listening. And she got frustrated. She became angry that nobody cared to come to the kitchen to help her, especially her sister, Mary. She spoke to Jesus and said, tell my sister to come and help me because she was angry. And Jesus Christ said, Martha, Martha, you are worried. You are troubled about too many things. But Mary has chosen the one thing that is necessary. Mary has chosen the one thing that is necessary. Mary chose to listen to Jesus. Chose to listen to the word of God. And Jesus Christ commanded her that what she chose to do would take care of the rest. Would take care of other things. The word of God that Mary was listening to would supply her with all of her needs. But on the other hand, Martha, who did not choose to listen to the word of God, became worried, became frustrated, became angry. When we choose to listen to God, to the word of God, the word of God will supply all our needs. The word of God will direct us. The word of God will order our steps. The word of God will give us wisdom what to do. The word of God will open our eyes. The word of God will connect us with the right things or with the right people. The word of God will take care of all that we need. God will take care of all that we need. Then we, when we choose to be busy with other things, those other things will become our worries. 
Jesus Christ said, learn of me. My burden is easy. My yoke is light. My burden is light. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. My yoke is easy. Learn of me. Worship me. Take it from me. If you will concern yourself with my word, you will not have to worry. So come unto me, all ye that labor, all ye that are burdened, all ye that are troubled. You will have rest. You will have rest. You will have peace to your life. So as we seek the face of the Lord together today, let us pay attention. Let us not be like the children of Israel. We did not want to listen to the word of God. God was preaching. God was preaching. Hebrews chapter 4 basically says that. He said the word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the divine and asunder of soul and spirit, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. But that word, or the words of God, did not profit them, even though the word of God, from the mouth of God, was alive and powerful. Still, they were not profited by those words. Because they did not take the word of God, or receive the word of God, with honor. They did not receive the word of God with respect. They did not receive the word of God. Rather, they rejected the word of God. Amen. The Lord is speaking to us on foundation of a trusting relationship with God. Foundation of a trusting relationship with God. Now listen to these. We're going to be focusing on trusting God in times of trouble. Trusting God in times of trouble. Trusting God in times of trouble. Everybody knows about the life of Job. Even those who don't know God, those who don't read the Bible, Job has become an icon of suffering. An emblem of suffering. It's now he's well known for that. Maybe many would not even know this end of the story of the life of Job. But we all know that Job was a man who suffered so greatly, and who suffered for his faith, and who suffered directly from the hands of the devil, not just from not just indirectly from the hands of men. It was a conspiracy against him, and he suffered greatly. But he trusted God throughout his ordeal. He trusted God throughout his ordeal. He never gave up on God. He never gave up on trusting God. He says, my righteousness I hold still and I will not let it go. He said, though he slays me, yet I will trust him. So Job trusted God throughout his ordeal. How was Job able to make that? How was Job able to make that? How are the people of old able to do that? How are those people today there? Because there are people today who are making it, even in times of trouble, who are making it through trouble, and who are coming out of trouble. In fact, there are those who also die in trouble, believing God. Because many apostles went through many troubles, but they held on to their faith. They trusted God in trouble. Many times God delivered them. Some other times, God watched them as they were being slaughtered, as they were being killed. What do we need to do to be able to trust God in times of trouble? You have to trust him when there is no trouble to start with. If you're going to trust him in time of trouble, you will have to begin to trust him now when there seems to be no trouble, when relatively there is no trouble. So trusting God in times of trouble 
First of all, let us uh, look at some scripture prayer prompters. I just want us to look at two scripture prayer prompters. I want us to look at two scripture prayer prompters. Deuteronomy 32, 3-4. Deuteronomy 32, 3-4. For I proclaim the name of the Lord. Ascribe greatness to our God. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are justice, a God of truth and without injustice. Righteous and upright is he. These are the words spoken by Moses towards the end of his line as he was you know, giving instructions and farewell to the children of Israel. And he declared that the Lord is the rock. He said he is the rock. Deuteronomy 32, 4. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are justice. A God of truth and without injustice. Righteous and upright is he. If you're going to trust anybody, if you're going to trust anything, that thing has to have these qualifications. That thing has to be solid. Has to be perfect. That thing has to be just. Righteous, upright. That thing has to be the standard. A standard that does not bend. A standard that does not change. God is that standard. God is not just the one we trust. He is our trust. He is our safe place. He's not just the one we trust. He is our trust. He is our safe place. You can keep your treasures. You can keep your treasures in that trust. And it will be safe. Amen. I want to say that again. God is not just the one we trust. He is our trust. He is our safe place. You can keep your treasures. You can keep your treasures in this safe compartment. In this safe place, you can keep your treasures in God and they will be safe. And Psalm 18 verse 2 says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress. So the Lord is not just the rock. The Lord is my rock. And my fortress. And my deliverer. My rock. My fortress. My deliverer. It becomes a personal thing. It's not just what somebody says. It's not just what the pastor says. It's not just what somebody else says. It's not just what my mommy says. What my daddy says. It's what I say. That God is my rock. My fortress. My deliverer. It becomes personal to you. It becomes an experience that you have had. My strength in whom I will trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation. God is my stronghold. Is God your rock? Is he your fortress? Is he your deliverer? Is he your provider? Is he your strength? Is he your trust? Is he the horn of your salvation? Is he your stronghold? Is he your hiding place? Is he your protection? Do you have a personal a personal, a personal experience of his provision. Do you have a personal experience of his power? Do you have a personal experience of his deliverance? Those are the two scripture prayer prompters I want to remind you of and I want to encourage you to commit to memory. Foundation of a trusting relationship with God. Trusting God in times of trouble. Trusting God in times of trouble. Yes, really, there are times of trouble in life. If you have been around for some time, you will know there are times of trouble in life. Amen. Your little baby doesn't know that. A toddler doesn't know that. 
But as little children begin to experience things in life, they also begin to have fear and concern. The children are born into the world without fear and concern. But as they experience things in life, they begin to have fears and concerns. And many of us that have been around for some time, because of the experiences of life, because of the disappointments of life, we have trouble trusting God. And on top of that, there are troubles in life. There are troubles in life. How do we trust God in times of trouble? If we are not going to be taken out of this world, Jesus Christ said, don't take them out of this world, but keep them here. Keep them from the evil one. Protect them from the evil one. Keep them in this world. If we are not going to be taken out of this life, this life that is full of troubles, then God will have to keep us. Something will have to keep us. We have to be protected. We have to be strong in times of trouble. And Jesus did warn them that not only will you have trouble, you will have tribulation. In this world, you will have tribulation. But be of good comfort. Be of good cheers. I have overcome. What's your trust in God based on? What's your trust in God based on? We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.